As a business owner, how many times have you pondered this question? If I pour money into marketing, will I get an accurate and even return on my investment? And will I achieve the desired attention that I want for my business? Well, according to the business blog, HubSpot, it continues to remain one of the biggest marketing challenges of 2022. In a March 2022 survey published by the publication, it revealed that 28% of marketers in 2021 globally considered a return on their investment of their marketing dollars as their top priority and challenge in 2021. And the survey also found that 21% of marketers have the same concern as we round out the end of this year. Blake Blacksendale has the resources and experience to lend a hand in helping marketers and businesses solve this very issue. As the owner of Waha Design and Denta Marketing, he has over 17 years of experience in a variety of different areas, including web design and development, search engine optimization, and digital advertising. He consults with agencies to ensure that they're up to date on exactly what's happening in the marketing industry today and how they can do better. He also helps individual businesses grow through marketing. And Blacksendale, join me this week to tell me more. I'm Kevin McShann. Let's have this conversation. Okay, yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, Blake, I know that you've been in marketing now for about 17 years, and you run two companies, my friend. So I'm wondering if you can tell me about all the great work that you do. Yeah, um, yeah. so for instance, we my two companies we own is Wahan Design and Dental Marketing. Um, Wahan Design is more of like our general um marketing company we um kind of handle pretty much almost any type of business you know small small mom and pop businesses to big corporate uh companies um government contractors and so forth um our main services are um you know our main focus is really digital marketing 
And, you know, we do mostly search engine optimization, uh, Google, you know, uh, digital advertising, uh, either that be like Google ads, um, you know, we started doing what they call over the top advertising this year, which is kind of getting your ads out to programs like the fire, you know, Roku's fire sticks, you know, like those type of apps, like, you know, like, which would be like Hulu and, you know, Fox news, like, like the actual apps instead of cable TV. Um, but we also do, um, social media marketing, brand development, which includes like web design, web development. So, um, we kind of handle almost anything that that's in the digital realm. We do get some rare occurrences to do some kind of traditional like print design and print media. Um, but it's kind of rare these days that we really get those kind of requests. Um, but, uh, my other company, uh, dental marketing, literally the same kind of stuff. Uh, but it's, a, it's, it's niched out to dentists, like dental practices. Um, and our main focus with them is to really enhance their experience and grow their, their, uh, patient base. And one of the things that we feel like that makes us unique among other marketing companies is we like to prove the actual return on investment that you get with us. So we kind of track all our leads and we go with it through all our customers. And we do this both through the Wahan design and dental, dental marketing is, um, you know, so then we eventually actually show them who actually became clients of theirs. And we signed on with them and it shows like what kind of profit they received uh, through our efforts. Well, it's always good to show uh, that they've invested their money in the right place, right? That must yep. make you feel good, right? Yep, exactly, yep. And, like, tell me, how do you think uh, digital marketing has sort of evolved over the, la the last couple of decades there, Brian? Um, you know, one, there have been some big steps in helping um, – Businesses connect with their current and potential customers over the years. Um, you know, digital marketing has become more cost effective with certain advertising methods, allowing you to set your own budgets. Communication with companies has become almost instant anymore with uh, online reviews, you know, like Google, you know, like Google reviews uh, and Facebook um, and along with uh, messaging apps such as Facebook Messenger, Google Business Profile Manager and even like website chatbots. Um, so the interaction with clients has kind of taken like a forefront, you know, to that, you know, to, you know, to help with the digital marketing, the business. Um, also another growing trend has been video marketing um, along with influence marketing. It's become more popular. Um, influence marketing follows, you know, the online review trend. Uh, which kind of helps give more authority and users trust by kind of seeing other people uh, share their experience. Um, obviously, some of those influencers are paid, um, you know, because it's, it's a job on its own uh, and, and they should rightfully be paid to be able to do that. Um, but, you know, in a way, those kind of reviews may not be as, you know, like the influencer may not be as strong as just your independent online reviews that you get for your everyday customer. Um, you know, with the whole, this kind of topic though, like I said, I can probably go on and on about it because there's so much, um, uh, in the digital realm that's always changing. 
and it kind of makes one that makes what you know makes the industry itself kind of tough. Yeah, I just wanted to know your thoughts on how you define effective digital marketing because, as you said, there are so many uh, spaces that you could put your money. So I'm curious how you define effective digital marketing. Yeah, well, like I mentioned earlier, I think one of the best ways is tracking, and that has to be um, done, you know, on the client side, but also with the help of digital marketing team. There's so much like different kind of efforts out there and marketing is kind of like almost like a lot of A-B testing. Uh, you know, you have to kind of maybe try, you know, experiment with one area, try another. But usually when you have like a, you know, an expertise in the one area, you kind of know what works better than others. And depending on what the client's goals are, you can then decide like what area to go, at least a good starting point. Um, and that's why we kind of review at least every quarter with our clients, kind of see what's working, what's not. And I usually recommend at least about three months of data before really making any kind of big changes to any kind of marketing plan um, that you may be going forth. Yeah, and like part of uh, almost all of your career has been sort of implementing uh, strategies to help business grow. So tell me how digital marketing can act as a tool to help businesses grow. Um, well, it can, it can help uh, as a tool to help businesses grow by um, really just attracting new leads in um, and getting your name out there. You know, with it, one, that's one reason why we offer, you know, the search engine optimization along with digital marketing or along with um, paid advertising. There's so many businesses out there, you know, it's hard for them all to be ranking on the first page of Google. And uh, unfortunately, you know, Google has like a dominant presence when you're trying to search for something online. Um, so that's where kind of search engine optimization comes in is just trying to help you get onto that uh, first page. Because after um, you end up losing, I think it's almost, you know, I'm not completely 100% accurate on this, but I think it's almost 70% uh, viewability if you're not on the first page. So, and so you only have like a, you know, if you're on the second page of Google in, in a search, in a search query, uh, you maybe only have like a 30% chance of someone actually going to the second page to kind of find you. And then after that, it drops drastically. I think it's like 20% is dropped after that. So you'd only have like a 10% chance if you're like on the third page. And if you're past like pretty much like the third page in the search results, you know, there's very little that someone's ever going to find you. Um, so because of that, that's kind of where paid advertising comes in is um, to kind of help your business be found a little bit better if you are not already ranking well on, you know, search and, you know, on, on the search engines. But uh, obviously, even your big companies, you know, even after they're ranking well, they still continue with paid advertising, um, too, because SEO and paid advertising kind of complement each other. Yeah, so that's uh, my next question, Blake. What's the key to 
sort of optimizing your search engine optimization? Um, one is really just, um, you know, the biggest one is content on your website. Um, you know, just trying to provide user-friendly content that Google is, um, or I don't want to keep on saying Google, but any kind of search engine is looking for, you know, and I know that's one of the things Google is always striving for in their algorithm, and they're always trying to prove um, more of what the user is searching for. And whenever they actually search for it, they want to make sure your website actually answers or pertains to what people are searching. Um, you know, and they, they'll use, you know, obviously what they call keywords and key phrases to kind of be in the content. It is, that's still important, but it's not as important as it used to be. Um, a lot of, you know, back in the day, people used to do what they call keyword stuffing. Um, now Google's become smart enough to kind of realize the companies that are doing that. And they penalize them for doing it. So really it's just, creating effective content to kind of engage the user to be on your site longer. Uh, and I, and in regards to content, I'm talking about, you know, like, you know, mostly text, you got your imagery and also video content is becoming a more important um, aspect. Um, and besides that though, the next area I would definitely say would be like your Google business profile. Um, I want to keep saying Google my business, you know, because that's what it used to be called, but, you know, they just switched it to Google business profile. Um, and just keeping that up to date, optimizing it, make sure everything's accurate on there. Um, so because eventually I think, you know, and this is just my opinion, Google kind of wants people to be able to kind of make that make like a transaction just by searching your name or searching your, you know, searching whatever phrase and then your business showing up on their search engine without going to your website, your website would be more used for if people need additional information that's not already provided in that Google business profile. So I think those are really your two biggest areas at this point. Yeah. And, and I'm curious to also ask you about uh, any uh, sort of, tried and true principles of digital marketing that you, you have seen provide, I guess, consistent uh, success over the, over the years. So tell me, are there any, uh, what are your top three digital marketing principles you sort of live by? Um, you know, I would, um, what was it? I would probably turn around and say for me, now, this is just for our clients. You know, I know things may work differently, but we've had some great, um, you know, return on investment just through just through the paid advertising. Um, you know, I'll use one of our, um, you know, we have a client that's they're an oral surgeon, and you know, for instance, they had just was it quarter two because we haven't, I haven't finished quarter three yet to put in all the results, but quarter two they had like a $120,000 return with us. Uh, but they only spent, you know, about five grand. So it ended up being almost like a 945% return on investment with us. So a lot of our clients who do Google, uh, paid advertising with us usually see at least almost at least a hundred percent return on investment or more. Um, and then, 
I like I said, I do search engine optimization. With that, the return on investment is not usually as high, and it's also harder to kind of track what you consider um, the return on investment. Uh, but I'd say you know most of those clients usually receive like almost like a fifty percent return on investment with search engine optimization, and then the rest of that I would kind of just couple that with brand marketing, which kind of is you know obviously kind of kind of take you know has both of those other two aspects aspects in it but you know then now you're incorporating maybe like social media presence and just kind of like your online presence and it doesn't even have to be even online it could be just your brand experience you know all together for instance just kind of even being involved in the community and getting your name out there that you know would be you know what you know like a brand experience and just people getting to know what your brand name is yeah absolutely and you know uh like i don't have to tell you that people's attention spans are, are shorter these days so tell me what do you think is the key to creating an authentic uh, sort of marketing experience that will bring people back to your business yeah um so yeah i think an authentic market experience would truly show um who the company is and what they are about. Um, you know, being honest in your brand messaging goes a long way. Uh, humanizing the company and relating to your customer base is more important uh, these days. Um, you know, people are starting to really care about specific ethical issues out there. Um, you know, that especially uh, that goes even to the way of like uh, big corporations. Uh, uh, and especially if you have like stock investors, just like that, the the younger crowd, I feel really cares more about, you know, like for instance, like the environment or or what your company is actually doing for your, like the local community. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, Blake, I'm curious to ask you, uh, how do you define sort of business? diversification and how do you know that a business is successfully growing in your opinion um you know i've i think the uh the definition of effective growth would be up to the goals the business owner sets for me my goal was to pay myself what i was making at my previous employer uh work less and spend more time with my family um i've already been able to pay myself more work less than in my previous job and I've spent more time with my family, but you know, I'm a small agency and like becoming like a multi-million dollar company has never been really a goal of mine. Um, if it ever happens, that's awesome. But you know, it's just not a goal I plan to ever set in regard to diversification. Um, you know, are we, I don't know. Do you feel like, are we talking about like diversification and hiring or, um, you know, we can do that, diversification and hiring and sort of uh, also expanding your audience as a business as well. Yeah. Well, I think that's, you know, that's good. I mean, I always like to compare certain things just to the stock market. Um, you know, diversifying your portfolio, you know, is always important because if you kind of put everything on one basket, you know, if something goes wrong, then your business is going to collapse. Um, you know, that's kind of why, you know, you know, we do have like the dental marketing, but we still also have, you know, our other company, um, 
you know, I, I have a nice passion to working with dentists and, and I enjoy working with them. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's always great to not put, you know, everything in one basket. In regards to hiring, um, you know, I think, you know, it's always a great goal to kind of diversify just because I think diversity just brings a larger presence of education to each individual. Um, so, you know, every person has a different background and a different story. And I think the more different backgrounds you have, you know, I see those backgrounds as building blocks and it becomes more of a stronger structure the more diverse amount of blocks you have. Yeah, absolutely. And leading into my next question, uh, Blank, you know, we're having uh, this conversation at the end of October, which happens to be uh, National Disability Employment Awareness Month. So tell mm -hmm. me, how do you think we can use digital marketing to get more folks with dis disabilities employed as well? Yeah, um, you know, there's definitely opportunities for marketing uh, to help individuals with disabilities uh, get employed. Um, I did find, you know, like during some research, I did find some really interesting numbers, which are kind of shocking. Um, you know, roughly there is 90% of larger companies have um, hiring of people with disabilities on their agenda, but only 4% actually do it. Um, so... I think one of the biggest ways to kind of attract and bring awareness to this would actually incorporate, you know, maybe some different marketing uh, towards that, you know, maybe including some imagery, commercials, uh, anything that embraces like the inclusion of people with disabilities in the workplace. Um, you know, for instance, you know, there's tons of people with, you know, with disability that they can easily handle many jobs. I think one of the biggest things that the companies need to do is not think about what a person can't do, but more of what they can do and how they can use that and utilize it. Um, you know, and one of the things, you know, I wanted to kind of, like I said, there's tons of companies out there that kind of focus on this. One of the ones I wanted to talk about was uh, there's a local one here, and you may have heard of it because it's kind of blown up in the national one. It's called Biddy and Bose. Um, you know, they kind of started here in our town of Wilmington, North Carolina, and their main core focus was actually hiring people with disabilities. And like I said, now they're a national chain. I think they have about 23 locations. So just that whole brand messaging itself has been a huge effort and i think that was just there's 23 locations i want to say i'm not you know i like said i'm not gonna be accurate on this but i think it's maybe been only like six maybe about six years and they blew up maybe that quickly into 23 locations might have been about you know six to eight years but they've they've grown tremendously and i think that's awesome and they've kind of brought that to the forefront of their branding was the inclusion of people and you know people enjoy it and if you actually ever get the chance to go to one uh i think it's one of the best experiences you have by going into like a coffee shop because that's what they are um you feel so welcome as soon as you enter in yeah i think they were they were uh, featured on shark tank too weren't they i 
I believe they were, and I know they've been featured on tons of different, uh, you know, like news stations. And, you know, I think it was like, I don't know, maybe like Good Morning America or, you know, things like, you know, like, or one of those kind of bigger newscasts, you know, they, they've, been, they've been on there a couple of times. There's nothing like organic marketing, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. And, like, tell me, uh, my final question for you this morning has to do with your own uh, personal and professional legacy and how you want that to be defined. Yeah, um, like I said, I think that's a you know great question for my professional legacy. You know, I hope my clients they actually look back and find value uh, in what we've been doing for them um, or what we've done for them. That is really our biggest goal, and we hope we hope to have continued success with them. But we also hope that they have continued success with us. And um, you know, for me, personal legacy. You know, I'd say just continue spending time with my family and I hope my kids grow up and kind of achieve their own type of success in whatever they kind of define that as themselves. Uh, yeah, I always say that everyone's portrait of success is different, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Blake, follow tell me if people want to get connected with your brother, what's the best way they can do that? Yeah, yeah, they can uh, reach out to us at... Um, Info at wahadesign.com. That's I-N-F-O and then at W-A-H-H-A design.com. And uh, feel free or you can reach us at our phone number, uh, which is 910-623-0319. And both our websites is wahadesign.com. And if you're in the dental industry, uh, go ahead and check out Dental Marketing. Uh, fantastic, brother. Well, I want to thank you for all the good work that you do to elevate uh, businesses and uh, your passion for digital marketing and work in the space is most appreciated, my friend. And I want to thank you for being here this morning. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, please stay in touch, Kevin. Enjoy the conversation.